Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And also with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked me and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst the water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come back. The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered her, you are right in saying, I do not have a husband. For you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place of worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship Him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one speaking with you.
At that moment, his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with a woman. But still no one said, what are you looking for? Or why are you talking with her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For here the saying is verified that one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word, and they said to the woman, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Today at the well of Jacob in Samaria, we encounter a Jesus who, as the Scriptures say, is labored by his journey, and this has left him hungry and thirsty. What may surprise us, though, is that this hunger and thirst is not for food and drink that come from the earth. Jesus tells us that his hunger is filled by the food that is doing the will of his Father who sent him and completing the work in which he was given to do. His thirst is not quenched by the waters that spring up from Jacob's well, but from the waters which are the deepest longings that swell from the soul of the Samaritan woman who begins to orbit him. When Jesus asks her for a drink, she is stunned. Scripture scripture says that she literally asks, you are asking to drink from me? Why, yes, he is. But to get what he's after, Jesus will have to drill down deep, starting at the surface. He first begins by drilling through the mundane. This woman is an outsider who has come, as is her habit, to draw water from the well in the heat of the day because no one wants to associate with her. 
She, like Jesus, is parched. And Jesus uses this basic need to lure her into thirsting for a living water that she herself can't draw. He piques her interest. Jesus then drills down a little deeper. He moves from the needs of the body to the aches of the heart. This woman yearns to love and to be loved, but she has not been able to satiate this desire. She's been used and abused, not by one or two or three or four or five, but six husbands who have left her feeling hopeless and and dirty and irredeemable, a reject of society. From the needs of the body, through the aches of the heart, And now Jesus drills down just a little deeper and reaches His destination. The waters that well up from her soul, those deepest longings. The woman expresses that she wishes to worship God, echoing the wishes of her ancestors that came before her. You can almost hear a familiar psalm in her, in her desires and in her longings. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? She hopes that this worship will bring clarity to her life and communion with God, that clarity and communion that has yet to be fulfilled. Having drilled through the mundane needs of the body, past the aches of the heart, to the longings and deepest desires of her soul, the one speaking to the woman says two simple but profound words. I am. I am. He is the water which she pines to drink. He is the seventh perfect husband that desires to love her just the way she is, that desires to love her unconditionally. He is the Messiah that has come to clarify and to commune. He is And so he says those two simple but profound words, I am. Today, at the well of Trinity Lutheran Church, we 
encounter Jesus again. And he is wearied by his journey through Lent. He's hungry and he's thirsty. His hunger is still fed all these years later by doing the will of his Father who sent him and finishing the work in which he was given to do. His thirst, on the other hand, will only be quenched by drinking from the waters which are the deepest longings and desires of your soul. That's what He wants. If you haven't noticed yet, Jesus has been using these 40 days of Lent to drill through all the layers and obstacles which are the needs of your body and the aches of your heart in order to reach those deepest desires and longings of your soul. He's done it by using the three pillars of Lent, fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. He's used your fasting, your hunger, and your thirsting to acquaint you with food and drink that will truly satisfy, that will go into everlasting life. He's used your tithing and your almsgiving to introduce you to a love that is not self-serving, but a love that is self-giving. And He's used your prayer to drill deep into your thirsting soul to clarify, or as we learned last week, to help you see things as they really are in order that He might commune with you. He says to you today, just as He said to that Samaritan woman, those two simple but profound words, I am. He is your bread of life. He is your water welling up to everlasting life. He is your groom. He is the one who will hear your, heal your wounds and love you unconditionally. He is your Messiah, your Savior, who quenches the thirst of your soul. My friends, there are 29, now probably 28 days until Easter. Will you use these 28 days to harden the layers and pile up the obstacles that guard your longings? Or will you allow Jesus to drill through those layers and obstacles to drink from your longings? If you choose the latter, it will certainly make you feel uncomfortable. And it may even bring up old wounds and hurts and aches. But Jesus does this not to frighten, 
but to comfort. He does this not to destroy you, but to strengthen you. He's not looking to kill you. He's looking to make you alive again. We see in Jesus' interaction with the Samaritan woman that He doesn't do anything by force. He always invites mercifully, lovingly, gently. So today the invitation is yours again. Will you let the Lord drill down deep into you? If you do, He'll fill your fasting. He'll use your gifts. He'll hear your thirsting prayer. He'll listen to your confession and take your sins from you. And then He'll anoint you for the healing of your mind and your body and your soul. Jesus wants to drink of your longings and of mine and of the Samaritan woman's because He knows that by doing so, we will in turn drink the water which He has to offer us, the water which is Himself welling up to everlasting life. You see, this is the great happy exchange which Martin Luther wrote about. Jesus takes His people's longings. He drinks of them so that in turn He can give us back Himself that we might drink of Him who is the fulfillment of our longings. We've said it before, as St. Augustine wrote, my heart is restless, Lord, until it rests in You. So come now, my friends, eat and drink your bread, your groom, and your Savior, the one whose riveted side became a well of life-giving water and blood for all eternity. Let your hunger be filled. Let your thirst be quenched. Let your prayers be answered. Let your longings be satisfied. Then go, and like the Samaritan woman, tell everyone what He has done for you, that He might have the opportunity to drill through the layers and obstacles of your hurting family and neighbors and friends to fill them and quench them and satisfy them. So now let us pray. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me.
Within thy wounds hide me. Separated from thee, let me never be. From the malignant enemy, defend me. At the hour of death, call me. And close to thee, bid me. That with thy saints, I may be praising thee forever and ever. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus.